Nationalist Sport Athletics Carlo's Golden Girl Molly Smashes Irish Record to Win 60 Metres National Title Article by Kieran Murphy Molly Scott produced one of the best performances of the National Indoor Athletics Championships when she broke the Irish 60-metre record on Sunday in Abbottstown in a time of 7.19 seconds. She did so in the most dramatic of circumstances, with a false start and a faulty clock, forcing the organisers to rerun the final. At the Intervarsities Championship, Scott had broken the existing record in a time of 7.23, but earlier this month, Rasidat Adeleki eclipsed the St. Lawrence O'Toole's sprinter's time when clocking 7.21 for the University of Texas in Albuquerque. On Sunday, Scott was determined to run faster than she had ever run before, but it looked as if her hopes were dashed when her final was allowed to finish despite an obvious false start in the eight-runner sprint. To compound the problem, the clock didn't give a time for the runners. It was a bit chaotic. I ran the final where the clock didn't stop and there had been a false start. One girl got a significant start in the race and they didn't recall it. I got a fright, but I kept running. Then there was no time on the clock, which was really frustrating, she recalled. Recognising the problem, the runners were given the option of a rerun some 40 minutes later. She had mixed emotions as she waited. She knew she had run a fast time in the scheduled race, and now after coming through a heat, she had to do it all over again. It was out of my control. I just sat there. I was pretty angry about it, but I went out and did it again, she said. It was the end to a frantic number of days for the athlete. She had competed at the World Indoor event in Birmingham during the week. The storms meant she had to leave two days earlier than planned. Her time was well below her best. I ran 7.33 and was a bit disappointed with that. I had to come back, regroup and run faster, which I knew I could do. It was great, she admitted. She is now preparing for the World Indoor Championship, which starts on the 18th of March in Belgrade. Meanwhile, Marcus Lawler took silver in the 200 metres final on Saturday, recording a time of 21.06, with Robert MacDonald of Galway City Harriers edging the Carlo Sprinter in a championship record time of 20.86. Sarah Buggy won the triple jump in a championship record of 13.05. Ruby Millet, her club teammate, took gold and secured a championship record jump of 6.42 in the long jump on Sunday, with Buggy taking silver in the same event. Their clubmate Dana Keeley took silver in the high jump. St. Lawrence O'Toole's Matthew Callan and Keenan clinched a silver medal in the men's pole vault. GAA, National Football League Division 4. Carlo pushed Cavan all the way before falling to defeat. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score: Cavan nineteen points, Carlo one goal and twelve points. A cynically efficient Cavan were deserving fourth round National Football League Division Four winners in Kingspan Brefney Park on Sunday. Carlo put in a big performance, but you couldn't say they left it all out there on the famous Cavan ground. A more savvy and stronger Northern side won simply because they were physically superior and knew exactly when and where to put in the big hits, even if they were illegal at times. More than anything else, they knew how to stop Carlo from setting up an attack when the visitors broke forward.
Cavan manager Mickey Graham smiled when it was suggested to him that the Cavan brand of football bordered on cynicism. In this game, you learn as you go along. At times you can be naive and standoff players. The way the game is gone now, players are in such good shape physically. There is a lot of contact more than anything in any of the games as players are so well prepared. When it was suggested to him Carlo might have to adapt that approach if they were to win up north, he didn't disagree. The top teams do it and teams winning championships do it, so we are glad to get the two points and move on, Graham pointed out. The wind blowing diagonally down the field favoured Carlo in the first half. Yet Cavan never trailed throughout. With the sides tied at two points each, Colum Hulton beat his marker, but his effort cannoned off the crossbar with a goalkeeper possibly getting his hand on the shot. Garrod McKiernan and Patrick Lynch pulled the strings for Cavan, but in reply, Dara Foley and Jordan Morrissey scored some fabulous points. Despite keeping in touch with their opponents, who led eight points to five at one stage, there was still a feeling Carlo were struggling to up the intensity. The visitors could have had two goals in the half. One of those from Hulton, but again when Connor Crowley and Darrow O'Brien overcooked the move, which saw the ball go to ground inside the small square. Cavan, for their part, seemed to lack ambition, and coming up to half-time they opted to play keep ball rather than trying to increase the lead, which they enjoyed at 11 points to 9. It could have been worse. Cormac O'Reilly, the Cavan corner forward, wriggled his way through the Carlo defence and his shot beat Kieran Cunningham at the near post. It had goal written all over it, but Liam Roberts got back to take the shot off the line. The game seemed to be drifting away from Carlo in the third quarter as Cavan added points through a brace of frees from Lynch, while Thomas Galligan was also on the mark. Carlo struggled on the kickouts, with three balls going over the sideline, while balls delivered long proved to be 50-50 options rather than assuring the visitors of badly needed possession. Jamie Clark also picked up a black card on 40 minutes, but the Barrowsiders battled hard and minimised the damage until his return. At one stage Cavan led by six points. Carlo refused to buckle, and when Darrow O'Brien raided down the right, he looked to have run into a dead end. He did well to regather possession and picked out Jordan Morrissey with an accurate 30 metre crossfield pass. His fellow Aero clubman only needed the half chance and he drilled the ball inside the left hand post. Three points behind, Carlo piled on the pressure. Thomas Galligan picked up a red card for Cavan in those frantic last 10 minutes. Connor Crowley beat his mark but was fouled inside the big square. To his horror, he was pinged for overcarrying. It was a marginal, probably a correct call, but this kind of moment is also down to the discretion. Of, but this kind of moment is often down to the discretion of referees. Carlo lost out on this one. McKiernan and Kevin O'Reilly points eased Cavan's concerns. Jamie Clark's point brought it back to three. That was to be Carlo's last chance. At the other end, McKiernan floated over the insurance point and the Cavan faithful saw their side ease to victory from there. The teams, Cavan. Raymond Galligan, one point from a 45. Evan Finnegan, Padraig Faulkner, one point. Killian Brady, Chris Conroy, Connor Moyna, Oisín Kiernan, one point. 
James Smith, one point. Thomas Galligan, two points, one from a mark. Jared Smith, one point. Garrod McKiernan, seven points, mark and two frees. Kean Madden, Cormac O'Reilly, one point. Patrick Lynch, three points from freeze. Michael Argue. Subs, Kean Madden for Finnegan, 37 minutes. Oshin Brady for Smith, 38 minutes. Connor Martin for O'Reilly, 51 minutes. Cleveen O'Reilly, one point for Argue, 53 minutes. Stephen Smith for Madden, 54 minutes. The Carlo team. Kieran Cunningham, Liam Roberts, Shane Boogie, Dara Curran, Jordan Morrissey, one goal and two points. Darrow O'Brien, one point from a 45. Connor Doyle, Murta Ware, Sean Bambrick, Shane Clark, Jamie Clark, two points. Josh Moore, Connor Crowley, Dara Foley, five points, three from freeze. Colm Hulton, two points. The subs, Mikey Bambrick for S. Clark at half time. Niall Hickey for Ware, 51 minutes. Liam Brennan for S. Bambrick, 51 minutes. Owen Ruth for Brennan, 65 minutes. Referee, Sean Laverty, Antrim. National Hurling League, Division 2A, Round 3. Lackluster Carlo lose ground on league leaders. Article by Charlie Keegan. The scores, Kerry, 20 points. Carlo, 13. Failing to replicate the encouraging form which saw them defeat Westmeath the last time out, Carlo Hurlers went down by seven points in this pivotal NHL Division 2A Round 3 engagement with Kerry at Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday, in a game where both teams ended up with 14 men. This was a flat display from Carlo, who went into the fixture with momentum after the Westmeath victory. Defeat now makes it a hard task if Tom Mullally's men are to entertain thoughts of a top-two finish. The mitigating factor is that Carlo were without some key players. Talisman Marty Kavna has had no game time in the current league through injury, while Sean Murphy and Fiacre Fitzpatrick were also missing. This game was decided between the 23rd and 42nd minute, a period in which the Kingdom scored nine points while Carlo failed to raise a flag. It was a disastrous spell for the home side. On the half-hour, referee Sean Clear awarded the Barrowsiders a penalty after full-forward John Michael Nolan was hauled down in the large square. Dermot Byrne came down from centre-back, but his shot lacked power and Kerry goalie Louis D made the save. Then, on 35 minutes, the Mount Leinster Rangers club man was issued with a straight red card after a melee developed on the sideline under the stand. The Carlo centre-half-back, who was having a good game, was knocked over the sideline by a Kerry opponent in a hard but legitimate shoulder. A flare-up developed involving players from both teams, and the Carlo number 6 was sent off for a striking offence. Chris Nolan and Kerry's left full-back, Eric Lean, were both yellow-carded arising from the same incident. At half-time, the sides were tied at seven points each with the Carlo mentors having to reshape the half-back line, with the industrious Jack Kavna going to centre-back. When Kerry quickly went five points clear on resumption, Carlo were in deep trouble. In fairness, the home side fought back to trail by just a single point by the 44th minute, thanks to a splendid two-minute scoring cameo from Kevin MacDonald, the Carlo number 12, hitting three quick-fire points. Kerry were reduced to 14 men at that stage, 51 minutes. 
Eric Lean received a second yellow for hauling down Chris Nolan while the centre forward was heading toward goal and from the subsequent free, Nolan pointed to leave the score 12 points to 11 in Kerry's favour. With the numerical situation now equal and the game up for grabs, it was Kerry who pushed on. The best Kerry forward on view, Podge Boyle, immediately pointed his side into a two-point lead and on 59 minutes, man of the match, midfielder and Kerry captain Shane Conway cut a superb line cut straight between the Carlow uprights. For the balance of play, Kerry outscored Mullally's men by six points to two, leaving no doubt about the merit of their victory, with Conway leading the way. The Lixnaw clubman finished with ten points, eight points from freeze, supplemented by the line cut and one white flag out of open play. For Carlo, this is a serious setback, but in truth, the Laurels deservedly rested with the Kerry team, who after the opening 20 minutes, played the better hurling on the day. The Carlo defence was solid throughout, with only one potential Kerry shot in the first half threatening the home goal. The effort went narrowly wide. Conway was the dominant figure in midfield, while the home attack did not have a good day. Kevin MacDonald played well, scoring seven points, but seven points from open play among the forwards was never going to be a winning tally. Chris Nolan was his usual industrious self, but overall, the team just did not fire on the day. And a total of 13 wides to 8 for Kerry did not help the home county's cause. And the scorers for Kerry, S. Conway, 10 points, 8 from freeze, 1 from a line cut. P. Boyle, 4 points. P. Ahern, 2 points. G. Dooley, P. O'Connor, S. Nolan and N. Mulcahy, 1 point each. The scorers for Carlo, K. MacDonald, 7 points, 4 from freeze. C. Nolan, 3 points, 2 from freeze. D. Tobin, R. Cody, J. M. Nolan, 1 point each. And the teams, Kerry, L. D., T. Brick, F. Mackesy, E. Lean, P. O'Connor, C. O'Keefe, C. Walsh, M. Lean, S. Conway, S. Nolan, M. Boyle, C. Harty, G. Dooley, P. Ahern, P. Boyle, and the subs, D. Collins for Harty, half-time, N. Mulcahy for Dooley, 43 minutes. The Carlo team, B. Tracy, P. Doyle, C. Lawler, M. Doyle, J. McCulloch, D. Byrne, J. Kavanagh, C. Keogh, R. Cody, J. Doyle, C. Nolan, K. MacDonald, D. Tobin, J. M. Nolan, T. Joyce, the subs, G. Doyle for M. Doyle, injured, 39 minutes, P. Cody for Keogh, 41 minutes, S. Tracy for J. Doyle, 62 minutes, F. O'Toole for R. Cody, 72 minutes, the referee, S. Clear, Kilkenny. National Camogie League Division 3 Carlo overcome off-field issues to put in encouraging display. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Dublin 3-7, Carlo 7 points. After a difficult number of weeks where there was doubt about who was going to declare for the county this year, Carlo finally got their league campaign off the ground on Saturday. At the netwatch training, the nine-point margin flattered the Metropolitans with the home side producing an encouraging performance. In the lead-up to this game, the panel hadn't fully gathered for any sustained period of training. While a number of high-profile players such as Ali Cushion and Kate Nolan are unavailable. The late appointment of Mark Ayres didn't help either, 
but he was there on Saturday and is totally committed to getting the best out of the players he has at his disposal. One of my core values is enjoyment. You have to be here to enjoy the game. You have to be here to enjoy the performance. The experience should be an enjoyable experience. Anything other than that, you're not going to get a performance out of a player, said Ayres. We make sure the players are happy. Going into the future, we have to make it a fun experience and be competitive as well. If you don't have happy and contented players, you don't have a performance, he emphasised. In the first half and playing away from the Fenna end of the ground, Carlo had the aid of the strong wind. Emer Byrne knocked over a good score and Kira Quirk slotted a number of points from play and placed balls, as Carlo led five points to one at one stage. In the second quarter, both keepers pulled off superb reflexive saves. For Carlo, Hannah Rapley denied Kira Holland from close range, while Dublin netminder Dara Cook kept her line intact, saving from Ava Lawler. All was going well for Carlo, but coming up to half time, Rapley failed to complete a clearance, and Kira Holland scored the first goal of the game. It was a hammer blow for Carlo to concede right on the half time whistle. With the win to come, Dublin had to be strong favourites, with the late goal drawing them level at one goal and three points to six points. The third quarter was a dogged affair. The first point didn't arrive until the 45th minute, when Aoife Deegan nudged Dublin in front. Two more points followed through Holland and Deegan once more. Dublin made their presence truly felt with a second goal through Neve Comerford. They added a third when a long-range free from Siobhan Kyo found its way to the Carlo net. A ten-point deficit was hard on the home side. Carlo's only second-half score came from Rebecca Kelly, who was rewarded for an excellent performance when she scored Carlo's final point. The nine-point deficit doesn't tell the full story. After the game, Mark Ayres alluded to the difficulties in preparation. We have only come on board in the last couple of weeks. We are still looking at players. Today, I would be happy with that performance. We didn't see we were going to win. We said we would go out and perform, individually and as a team. I felt we were the strongest team. A few bad decisions and a few easy goals conceded. Maybe it wasn't our day, he suggested. It's a credit to the players, a credit to the young players who came in. I am happy with the performance. There is still a lot to do, a long way to go, Lots more players to see. The teams. Dublin, Dara Cook, Lauren Robinson, Rachel Seary, Emma Parker, Jade Sullivan, Siobhan Kyo, one point from a free. Chloe O'Connor, one point. Cara Feeney, Ellen Baker, Kira Holland, one goal and one point. Neve McCormick, Neve Comerford, one goal and three points, free and two sixty-fives. Ava Dillon, Aoife Deegan, two points. Sarah Fenlon. The subs, Erin Kennedy for Baker, 11 minutes, Ellen Dunphy for Sullivan, 35 minutes, Maeve Hicks for McCormick, 45 minutes, Kira Clossy for O'Connor, 45 minutes, Libby Peppard for Deegan, 58 minutes. The Carlo team, Hannah Rapley, MLR, Kiva Collins, Nave Breed, Kira Kavna, MLR, Rachel Breen, MLR, Katie Gary Murphy, Nave Breed, Mairead O'Shea, St Mullins, Rhiannon Kenny, Michael, Rebecca Kelly, Winnivyug, Kiva Cody, St Mullins, Aoife Carroll, Burren Rangers, Ema Byrne, 1 point, MLR, Kira Quirk, 5 points, 2 from Freeze and 1 from a 45, Michael, 
Catherine Kavna, MLR, Eva Lawler, Nave Breed, Emma Lillis, Manavyog, and the subs, Anya Ryan, MLR for Lillis, 50 minutes, Emily Doyle, St. Mullins for Lawler, 56 minutes, Ava Kiernan, Burn Rangers for Carol, 58 minutes, Pollyanna Cullen, MLR for Breen, 59 minutes, Chloe Cody, Manavyog for C. Kavna, 59 minutes, Orla Kavna, MLR for Collins, 59 minutes. The referee, Cahal McAllister, Cork.